I bet we could patent the technology to do that. I think we will get labeled um, supervillains, though. We will become supervillains if we want to do this. Well, hello, everybody. I'm Arden Rose. And I'm Will Dobbshit. And you're listening to Crash on My Couch. Which is our one-stop pit stop of the internet. Of all the interesting things that you would like to hear about. Ain't that right, Willie D? That is right. This This week week on Crash on My Couch. We talk about someone's new best friend, a little bee. We talk about when treasure starts raining from the sky. Mm Mm-hmm. And we talk about whether or not we can trust Tesla with our lives. This week and more on on Crash on My My Couch. Couch. Well, hey guys. Welcome back. Up. You just got two different versions of the intro at the same time. At the same time. That's called efficiency. You're welcome. We've just made your life a little bit easier. Hi there, I'm Martin Rose. And I'm Will Derbyshire. And this is Crash, Crash on, on My, my couch. couch. Yeah. Um, I think we have a couple new listeners from the last like week or so. Do we? I think we do. I just- feel sorry for everyone that <laughs> one has joined this podcast yes. and two Deeply sorry. Uh, has joined the podcast and doesn't have any... Uh, <laughs> Any insight into the previous 37 episodes? How many episodes have we done? Dude, I think we're in our 40s 40-something episodes. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't have any of that context and you're just starting from today, we apologize. So sorry. Hopefully you can catch on. Yeah, Um, it's going to be trouble. I actually think that, like, because the reason why I'm saying this is because I mentioned the podcast for the first time in a YouTube video, like, for reels, um, which, like, is so magical since we've been doing the podcast for almost a year now. So, yeah. Obviously, we cared very deeply about advertising it, didn't we? Yeah, we, like, yeah. I feel like everyone that's been listening to it, like, uh, listening to it on a weekly basis has been tipped onto something that a lot of people don't know about. Yes, I agree. Uh, it's interesting because I feel like we've had this deep kind of, like, underground sort of relationship with podcasting where it's like, we do it, but no one needs to know about it. Yes. Even though the entire point of a podcast is that you're podcasting it out to an audience yes you know what i mean it was like we were just enjoying chatting to anyone regardless of how many listens it actually got yeah um it's like yeah which which i guess is cathartic yeah it's cathartic and i guess that's what you're supposed to do if you're making a podcast but a lot of people do it as like a cash grab but either way we've been enjoying it so much um so it's good that you know we're getting some new people on uh, it's an exciting time that uh, we've we've got some interesting things to talk about this week. I also wanted to say thank you to everyone who came over from my YouTube video. I really enjoyed making that video. I was telling Will, I was like, it didn't get great views, as most of YouTube is feeling right now. Um, as long as you're happy with it, why does it matter? Who cares? Exactly. And I put a lot of effort in. I, I, I really worked hard on all the uh, illustrations and stuff. I felt really inspired by my own work in a very narcissistic uh, circle jerky way. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed making it. And so I'm glad that people enjoyed it. And also my comment section was so positive. Sorry. I wanted to like come back and say this on the podcast as well. If you're coming from the comment section um, for my latest video, you guys wrote so many nice comments. I don't think I've even told you this, but there are 48, no, not 48,000. Can you oh, imagine? Whoa. That's a little, that's like Lady Gaga numbers. <laughs> I got 4,800 Lady comments. Gaga numbers? Yeah, I feel like Lady More Gaga. More people you could have said, like, <laughs> a Lady Gaga numbers. I got 
Lady Gaga on the brain, okay? Um, but anyways, so 4,800 comments, uh, and all of them very detailed. All of you guys really, for those of you who did comment, for those of you who didn't, go suck eggs. But, no, I'm kidding. Don't do that. That's not true. God, bring it back. Suck eggs? Bring it back. You're pulling out the weirdest <laughs> shit right now. I don't know, man. But either way, thank you for commenting, and thank you for bearing your your soul and your year and, and putting your life on the table uh, and the proverbial table is actually the comment section of that video. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, weekly updates with us. Me and Arden now climb. Uh, <laughs> that's what we've been doing this week. And by climbing and by going this week, we've been once. Yes. So far. We went yesterday. Um, but with that being said, uh-huh. I can now say I climb from time to time. From time to time. De temps en temps. De temps en temps. De temps en temps. You climb. Yes. Fascinating. Here's the thing. How how big of a gap can there be between the time that you just climbed yes. and the next one before you can no longer say you go from time to time? I think as long as you're going like once or twice a week, you're still climbing. You're not going to do that, though. <laughs> Neither yeah. of us are going to do that. Well, honey, we can go back tomorrow. No, we can go back tomorrow. But I'm saying like when you go back to London. There's one in London. I'll just hit the one in London. Are you going to go? Arden, for some weird reason, everyone in London climbs. Yeah, but are you gonna go? Well, yeah. I mean, I like. Is that is this? Are we are we committing? Are we doing this? Well, we don't need to like say that. Well, do we? No, we don't. Because when you make a commitment, it's like you know. But you just said you just yeah. But that's why I'll do it if I enjoy doing it and I want to do it. That's why I said you're not gonna do it one or two times a week. You just you just stepped on yourself. What? Yeah, because you said no. I'm I'm enjoying it now. I I was enjoying it last week, this week, and I will enjoy it. Next week, and if I want to do it the week after, then I'll do it the week after. Yeah. I'm just saying you don't have to do it one to two times a week. You know, if you have one week where it's just feeling like a lot to get out of bed that morning, yeah. you're not going to worry about we it. We good. Don't you yeah, worry about it. it's chill. It's fine. It's okay. All I know is that I feel like someone took my arms and my shoulders and, like, shook them vigorously for, like, a couple hours. Right. With me also straining against them. Like, someone just shook me while I was trying to, like, fight back. For like four hours. Yeah, my, my upper my body back is, is killing me. Yeah, it's bad. Is it your like upper back? I think it's like my, it's my forearms, my yeah, my upper back, and I'm kind of like underneath my like my arm. shoulders. Your shoulders yeah. are so sore. Shoulders, like everything's sore. My stomach's a little bit sore. You just you really feel you really feel exhausted after you've done it. Yeah, I bet it's good. And I, you know, when you climb a wall. It's just a feeling, you know, you guys need to experience. Uh, oh, my God. When you're you such a turd. climb a wall, you get that sensation. And, right. Uh, right. It's a real rush. Right. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So, that's pretty much it. Also, I will point out that we were able to climb one wall uh, <laughs> because all the other ones were far too no, difficult No, you us. know what? Actually, we we climbed three different bouldering surfaces. Okay. We did. We did the one that was like sort of a corner. But the, di- but the difference is, is the ones we did. The We're ones- all fucking easy. Well, yeah, but the ones up from there, I don't understand how There's- anyone's meant to climb there. I don't you have know. to be Spider Man on that wall. Yeah, there were some people in the gym. Like it, I will said this, and this is so true. In every gym, you will feel intimidated because there are people that like are so dedicated to what they do they go rock climbing like every single day or bouldering every single day. And I also remembered as we were walking in that. California and Southern California is very well known for rock climbing and bouldering because 
there's so much of that outdoor like life. Yeah. You can go hiking and yeah. go anywhere and go rock climbing or like, you know. Yeah, so true. Self-belay yourself yeah, wonder, up, a, up I, a fucking rock face out in Eagle Rock if you want. Yeah, I mean, I bet that like in London it's not, I bet it's not as intense as it is here. I bet it's trendy in London. Like I bet trendy. people like. People do it just because it's like It's like, the it's cool, like trendy. Cool. From what I've seen. thing to do, yeah. Yeah, but when we went to the gym yesterday, there were, there was like a woman there who was probably 55, mm. bouldering. Do you remember? She was the really thin woman. Yeah, and she, she was. She looked so boss. Scaling everything. She was just killing it. But you just knew that she was like some like 70s baby, hippy dippy lady who was just like having a good time on that rock face. She was really tearing up, <laughs> tearing up those crevices. You know what I mean? Like she's been doing that her whole life and that's what it feels like when you go to the gym. And you were right. It's like that at every kind of gym. Like if you went to like I don't know, a CrossFit gym. Yeah. It would feel the same way. Yeah. It's always just like, Any type of gym. they're just so impressive. And we're sitting there like little lumps of like fat that rolled in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyways, I want to go back now. Cause I'm like, I want to be able to conquer that wall that we couldn't do. It was that pink one. Anyways, I, I'm, we're into it. We're into it. Yeah. One to two times a week. Yes. There you go. We just shook, we hands. Just shook hands. Oh, oh God. No. Oh, no. That oh. was the sound of me spilling water all over my lap. Don't worry. We're, everything is fine. If I do this, do, can I just... <laughs> I don't think... I don't think water shouldn't get in the keys either. Uh, okay. So, anyways, that's what we've been up to. We've been rock climbing. Well, more specifically, bouldering. Because <laughs> who wants to deal with scary, because, scary heights? Am yeah. I right? Um, we climb now. No we climb now, though, but that's what we're trying to say is that we climb now. So if you ask us in future, like, I'm gonna hey, put it in my climb? bio. I'm a climber. I am a climber. You're an explorer of the of walls. Of walls. I scale things. You make for a living the wall your canvas. You make a rock face your canvas. I do. That's what it is. Good for you. Painting. Good for picture. you too. Good for you. Um, okay, should we like talk about shit? Yes! Yeah. Okay. We should like we should just like talk about shit. That's what we do on this show, I think. I think that's what we do. By the way, uh, just to segue into what we're talking about, this week has had a lot of crazy news, and I just wanted to say we're not talking about any of it. We're just talking about the fun shit we want to talk about. And nothing too serious or crazy, because you probably already hear enough of that stuff uh in the real world. So let's give you a little fun, you know? Yeah, we wanted to just for this to be like a positive place, a good, happy place. Yes. Because I feel like everywhere on the internet is like filled with a lot of negativity, and this is just about stuff you can, well, with this article, and probably not excited about. But, <laughs> for the uh, most part, for it's, most part it's, it's interesting, exciting stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it's a distraction from the regular monotony of the twenty-four hour news cycle. Yes. So yeah, let's do it. What are we talking about? Our first segment is go science. Go science. Go, go science. science. So, first off, uh, I'd like to point out, mm -hmm. and um, I don't know if we said this at the beginning of the podcast, uh -huh. um, but we have had so many things sent in this week. It has oh, been yeah. a lot more, well, really, the last two weeks, we've been sending so much stuff, um, and it's been amazing. We've, like, been able to trail through and, like, like the things we like and go through and say things. And Thank yeah. God Twitter made we're, a bookmark. We're always thing. spending, like, every every week we, we kind of panic because we try and go through all the stuff. Like, when we were doing it by ourselves, we'd panic and, like, just try and find things to talk about. Um, and it's nice that we can have, like, a steady feed of stuff coming in. So, yeah, yeah, we just were up to date on everything. I yeah. guess is the biggest thing. I don't so, want to feel like I'm behind 
on anything. Totally, yeah. totally. And that's a big thanks to you guys. Thanks for being involved. Um, Well, don't forget, Will, there's a reason why they're doing all this. Not to be a cynic or anything, but they're trying to get a goddamn toaster out they of are. us. They're trying to get a dope-ass Japanese toaster to- to- out of us. They're trying to get a toaster out of us. See? Yeah. Um. So don't get too comfortable, because they'll shiv you in the back just to get that Hamatachi, or whatever it was called, toaster. So, first thing I'm going to be talking about is uh, this interesting article came up on <clears throat> the New York Times. Uh, it's the thing that happened, I think it was this week, it was March 19th, this happened. Basically, a self-driving Uber killed a pedestrian in Arizona. A self-driving Uber. So, a self-driving Uber kills someone in Arizona. I was just trying to think of the quickest way to, to point this out. Self-driving cars are a thing. They've become more prevalent in the last like couple of years, like Tesla's are the big self-driving cars. But now I think like all car manufacturers are, are kind of prioritizing are, yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I really like the idea of it because one, I don't drive. Two, I want to drive. Um, <laughs> and three, when I get a car and start driving, I would like to be able to not drive as well. And also I see Arden like, you know, stress out about driving sometimes and it would be nice if she didn't have to worry about it that's very true and Um, also on a safety note it's sort of ironic that i'm saying this now because now we know there was an accident involving a self-driving car um but i tend to think that computers and technology are a lot smarter than human impulses a lot of times so um it would be nice if the rate of uh accidents dropped if if we all had autonomous cars on the same system it feels like that would be the safest option if not the most big brothery thing ever um but yeah so what happened like where did the where did the accident get involved and also is there a self-driving uber right now like was it a startup so I'm actually kind of just going through different articles just so I can get all the facts. So in Temp, Arizona, they have some self-driving Ubers. It's called Temp? T-E-M-P? T-E-M-P-E in Arizona. Temp. I guess they have a couple um, self-driving cars. They're not like prevalent in all places, but I guess in like bigger areas, like they'll have them around. Okay. Um, and the idea is, is that they're not fully self-driving. They can drive themselves, but there's always going to be a, a driver in the car, like at the steering wheel. Oh, so wait, are you the driver or is there also a secondary driver? You, you're in the driver's seat, but the car's driving itself. But you have to be in the driver's seat to like keep an eye on stuff because it's still in like beta testing. Mode. Oh, so this, this wasn't, so it wasn't the self-driving car that killed someone. It was a self-driving car. She wasn't driving it. She was hands off the wheel. Basically like a, a safety monitor for the car. But but how did she get in an, a car accident then? Well, I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell so, you, Because um, it sounds like she neglected to react to the car as well. So it says that in preliminary reports offered by Temp Police, the victim identifies 49-year-old Elaine Herzberg has been walking outside of a designated crosswalk around 10 p.m. when the Uber-owned Volvo struck her at roughly 40 miles an hour. <gasps> that's terrifying. Um, oh, that's horrible. Temps Police Chief Sylvia Moir told the Arizona public on Tuesday the crash would have been difficult to avoid for a human driver or an autonomous car. Oh, so it, was, it wasn't It was just the car. It was like it would have been hard to gauge even if you were just driving it as well. Yes. Interesting. Um... It's interesting here. So on uh, the Mercury News, uh-huh. I'm kind of bouncing between these different articles. Oh, yeah. What was the first article that you used? Uh, that was on J- Jalopnik. <laughs> Jalopnik. And this headline here says that Uber's likely not at fault in self-driving car killing of pedestrian. So I try to think of a reason why, 
But well, because um, the whole point of there being a person in the driver's seat is so that you are monitoring the safety of the road. Like that's why there is someone there who is supposed to be looking because yeah. the technology isn't perfect. And obviously neither are humans, but if you would think that a car that drives itself and a human together could avoid an accident. Yeah. It's, I think it's saying like in this like kind of rare circumstance, what would have happened would have happened regardless of if it was an autonomous car or a, a human because of oh. the, like the, the way uh, this woman came into the road or Whatever happened was like kind of a fluky a thing. A freak accident. So, so it doesn't sound like it's a knock on autonomous cars. It sounds like this just got headlines because it's really it's the easy. first. It's the first death. Yeah, and yeah. also it's really easy to get scared of autonomous cars and like robot robot cars and stuff. Like, oh, they're gonna knock us into buildings and stuff. Take us. Well, out. I mean, the, fun, the funny thing is, is like this obviously has happened with Uber, but I don't think this has happened with a Tesla. Well, it hasn't because it's. This is the first autonomous car crash. So it raises some concerns about Uber's self-driving technology. Well, I didn't even think about that. Tesla's self-driving technology because they're both uh, doing different things and they both use like different like artificial intelligence, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know what's going to be interesting about that is I think a lot of times what you're doing right now is exactly what I think a lot of people are doing, which is you sort of automatically lump Tesla in with the autopilot discussion but you're right like uber is a completely different company they're going to have a completely different ai developed and we're going to see this with a bunch of other cars like you know that google's been working on an autonomous car so that ai is going to be completely different than the one i mean they probably all share similarities but if one is bad it doesn't mean that another one is going to be bad exactly you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of this is fear-mongering like see this is what happens when you like let cars drive themselves yeah like we're heading towards Disney Pixar cars, the universe where we don't matter anymore. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's not true either. So, yeah. I don't know. Interesting interesting thoughts, interesting things. I'm not scared of autonomous cars, but we would love to hear if you guys are. Give us an opinion. Tweet at us. Yeah. Is it something that you think is concerning or super duper freaking cool? It can be either. Freaking cool. It can also be both. You can be concerned about it and still think it's a really cool yeah, thing. Yeah. I mean, it, obviously, like, it is concerning to just hear stuff, I guess. Yeah. Also, you know, I do feel like self-driving cars make sense in a way. Like, it must be a crazy thing for a driver to sit in a car and not feel like they're driving it. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, when I'm coming back to the climbing thing, when I was was on the climbing wall, I, like, I obviously had a harness and an autoboy thing. And when you get to the top of this, like, really tall wall, you have to lean back and kind of, like, push yourself off it. You have to trust And you have to trust, like, that this thing is going to catch you. And I feel like... Look the same, the same Look thing. You, Mr. Metaphor. Well, Universal I feel like the same metaphor. thing kind of matters here, which is like, you have, it must be really scary to take your hands off the driving wheel and be like, okay, this is like no longer in my hands. I'm just sure. trusting like this piece, piece of, of machinery. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. And also you're, you're, but the thing is also, and this is kind of what like helps me a little bit too, is like, I'm not just putting my faith in a machine. I'm putting my faith in a bunch of human beings that have been very, very concerned about 
humanity's health yeah. for a very long time. You know what I mean? Like people who want to do this right so that there's not a bunch of lawsuits and there's not a bunch of problems with it. They want to do it right because they want to revolutionize the industry of the car, which is really cool. Yeah. So that makes me feel a little bit better about it, but I totally get what you're saying and I love that metaphor. I wish I could give you a gold star for hey, that. Hey, thanks. That also, talking about gold stars, I should add that Jenna Kramer at Jenna underscore Kramer 4 sent in that article. Woo! So thank you, Jenna Kramer, for sending that in. Jenna, um, you to bomb. Arden, note down your phone. Give Jenna a gold star right now. Okay, I'm doing <laughs> it. I'm doing it right now. Woo! Okay. Um, hey! Okay. So. So that's good. Thank you, Jenna. Next up on our illustrious podcast <laughs> is... Yar! Let's go on a treasure hunt. Let's do it, scrummy rum. Where are we going? What's our treasure hunt? Can I bring a friend? Is it a plus one situation? Okay. This topic was sent in by the Twitter account at 24 Lauren Ashley. So, Lauren, thank you very much for sending this in. Lauren, I'm about to give you a gold motherfucking yes, Please song. update the uh, table. I really probably should also stop will. cursing so much. Okay. Who is it again? At 24 Lauren Ashley. And Ashley is A S H L. E E. Ooh, okay. Cool. Okay, so Lauren Gold sent star. Yes. Gold star. So Lauren sent in a great article a regarding treasure and gold, which um <laughs> Is is gold a subsect of treasure though? Because I think you just mentioned two of the same things. No. Is gold not a subsect See, of treasure? That is what you would say, and that is from someone that doesn't know much about treasure. Oh I, on the other hand, really? no quite a bit about treasure oh really treasure could be anything it could be like i could find like an old medallion made out of i know but i'm saying is gold a subsect of treasure you just said yeah it is no because i'm i'm going into treasure and i'm going we're going to be talking about gold today Exactly. A subsect of treasure well, is gold. I'm, I'm specifying it. That's exactly what I'm describing. Well, I'm, I am describing a subset to you. You're uh, literally describing a subset. All I'm saying is, uh, let's just not label anything. Okay. okay. So, well, okay. So, there was a plane that lost $368 million worth of gold. Where and how? <laughs> I know. Okay. Were there people just, like, with their mouths and hearts open, like, receiving this gold from yeah, the sky? Yeah, imagine just, like... Imagine just being like, like, because this happened in Russia. Oh, of course it happened um, in Russia. Actually, yeah, it happened in Russia. So Does not people me. would have just been out there with like their little like buckets, being like, "What? what? Is, is it raining gold? Wealth? wealth? Oh my god! Um, I always knew the trickle down system worked." Yeah, so apparently, a, a plane was carrying tens of tons of gold, platinum, and diamonds, and lost part of its cargo after taking off from Yakutsk Airport today. Uh, more rain down as the aircraft gained height, and the Nimbus AN-12 cargo plane hit problems during takeoff. The treasures fell out of the hold all over the runway. Where were the treasures from, though? What were these treasures? Was it someone's, like, vast hordes of money? Because, ooh, I'm getting a real big satisfaction, like a big justice boner. Well, this is from, like, some oligarch. I mean, it sounds pretty nuts. And just to, just to put a bit of information in, apparently the goal traveled as far as 26 kilometers from the airport. So, Ooh, so it, it could have like, just rained over like a rural over place, a, like a massive part of Russia, Whoa. which is pretty crazy when you think about it. Okay, so, uh, interesting. The plane was en route to 
Krasnoyarsk and further to Coop. I honestly, I couldn't even begin to pronounce that. The cargo was reported to be owned by Chakota Mining and Geological Company. 75% of the private company is owned by a Canadian Kinrose Gold. So it was a... So it was a Canadian. Canadian. Well, well, well. I guess a Russian company, yeah. Well, well, well. Two very cold allies up there. Why would you try, like, I wonder why they were trying to transport it. I don't know. That's crazy. <gasps> the value of the load was put at 21 billion rubles. <laughs> For some reason, I thought that was 21 billion dollars. It is not. Rubles. But it's a lot of money. It's 368 yeah. million dollars worth of gold. So it's crazy because people would have just been, like, walking their dogs and find but you know what lumps happened? of gold. You know what they haven't talked about? What? All the casualties, all the people that just died because a gold brick literally yeah. landed on their heads and then they just died. I feel, I feel like, and we always try and turn it into like a film plot, but that, like, that that's is. A, that's a film plot. Like, some normal guy, day- some normal average Joe. Wait, wait, the day the the sky rained gold. Yes. The day the oh, sky amazing. rained gold. And, and no good average Joe walks his sexual. dog one day mm-hmm. and he finds. Five gold blocks measuring 50 million. He takes them back to his wife. They're in a, a bad money situation. And so then he has to go on the run from the Russian mob because they want their money back. And at the end of the film, he kills them all like Liam Neeson would. I feel like it's a film Liam Neeson can be in. I'm going to let you just keep running this until you lose steam. And... Oh... It's almost gone. The last action sequence would take place in a clock tower Ooh. in Russia Ooh. near the Kremlin. Mm. And Putin uh? is there too. Well. He's actually the one that wants his money back. Oh. Plot twist. The guy ends up moving away with his family and he gets loads of money. So that's good for him. Um, cool. And the Academy Award goes to The Day the Sky Rained Gold by Will Darbyshire. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. No, please, please. Thank you very much. Um, Beautiful. I always need to get accolades for your amazing talent. (laughs) So I just thought this was an interesting topic because it just goes to show that treasure can come in multiple ways. It doesn't have to be something (laughs) that you can find underground in some ancient Mayan treasure. No! Sometimes treasure can come out of the fucking sky. Sky Sky treasure. Sky treasure. So we're doing it wrong. Will, think about it. Why is everyone trying to dig underground for treasure? You gotta go up in the atmosphere, yo. You gotta find that shit. In the atmosphere. Also, guys, um, I heard something like really baffling to me, which is really interesting. Um, just a fun fact. Well, is it a fun treasure fact? It's a fun treasure fact. Okay. We were talking to, we visited our family. What? FTF. Nice. We visited Arden's uh, family last week, which was a delight. During that time, we got onto the topic of treasure because every conversation with me has to be about treasure at some point. <laughs> that is actually um, true. And if you ever meet Will, he will talk about treasure at some point. <laughs> um, and we were looking up some facts. Did you know that only 25% of the ocean has been searched? So 85, 75? 75% of the ocean is unexplored. Honey. 75% of the ocean is unexplored. Yeah. They got a lot of cracks and crevices down there. The ocean's a thick, thick, juicy I Don't you just want to, like, suck it up? What? And just see what's down there and then just put it back, 
put back down. Like a cartoon. Just to see. Yeah, just, just a to cartoon. See. Yeah. I mean, that would absolutely reign in the apocalypse if you did that. Even for <laughs> even for a split second, there would be so many biological disasters that would happen if you took out all the water in the world and then put it all back in. But still, That's literally I just I would horrifying. Oh, oh. Rob, I wish I could just see, like, what's underneath the ocean. Oh, yeah, no, I yeah. want to do it cartoon style, too, and, like, suck it all up. Like, <gasps> look, just, look just for a breath. chess everywhere. Yeah, take some pictures, and then whoosh. Yeah. Let it all back in. Yeah. That's what I want to do, too. Well, maybe we could do it. Yeah. I mean, I, we, I bet we could patent the technology to do that. I think we will get labeled um, supervillains, though. We will become supervillains if we want to do this. Do you think supervillains exist? I mean, what's your definition of a supervillain? Someone who's just like a super bad person? Because Hitler then is a supervillain. No, not like a super bad person. It's someone who like... Purposely wants to watch the world burn in like a colorful costume. Because <laughs> that, that doesn't exist. <laughs> no, it's, so, it's, like a, it's like a kingpin that like, like lives in a lair. <laughs> that doesn't exist. That's like asking if Batman exists. No, I, I feel like there are people we don't know about who are like really bad guys like they're really at the top of like the bad guy list and we don't yeah, know who they're they called are. politicians yeah and they're well, everywhere um but also i'm just saying like there are other people probably we don't know about yeah and also like martin shreckley i'm gonna call him shreckley he could be a super villain. he's a su- no he is like he has to be a super villain because he has like he's like a comic book super villain because he also has like an unreleased wu-tang album that he's holding hostage and that's like a very comic booky superhero villain thing to do he kind of looks like a super villain too. yeah he's gonna he's the world's most punchable face that's a super villain if i've ever heard of it yeah, yeah. so that's where i think we should be placing our importance on super villains okay um <laughs> cool well i'm glad we spoke about that should we talk about the thing that i'm really excited to talk about which We'll see if it's got legs, but I think it's got legs. Yeah. What segment is that? Tell me. Um, basically, we're going to talk about how animals are badasses. Um, okay, so this comes from warmful.com, and the person who sent this in was at Katie underscore Gib, at Katie underscore Gib. Thank you, honey. I am about to add your little star to our list. Also, um, I don't know if you saw, but it's Nicole. Uh-huh. She made a whole Twitter moment for us. Oh, my God, like Nicole. six or seven, <sighs> uh, like, different articles. So I think we're going to have to just give her a gold star. Hey, Nicole, you got to... Nicole, hey. Hey, this is Arden here. Can you... Like, just take a chill pill, because no one else is going to get How this many toaster. gold stars does she have now? It's Dude, with, with the Twitter moments, which I'm going to give it three gold stars, because, like, you have no. to. No. A Twitter moment? Whoa. That's insane. That's so many articles. Whoa, Arden. What do you think? Just one extra gold star? Should I give her a shooting star? That counts as, like, two gold stars. <laughs> does it? Yeah, because no one else has gotten one, but we could make it a thing. A shooting star. Two yeah. gold stars. Yeah. I like it. Okay, fine. So she gets a shooting star. Uh, and I'm just joking, Nicole. It is very sweet of you to, like, just care this much about this toaster and this podcast. Thank you. Um, but also, sorry, everyone. Nicole's killing it. How many stars does she have? Dude, she has, well, including her shooting star now. Mm. She has four regular stars and one shooting star. So she, she has six in total? She has six in total, dude. Nicole, what? It's because Nicole got up on this before anyone else yeah, did. Yeah, she's like... She knew Getting what was going on. Getting on Bitcoin at the ground floor. Yeah, she is. She knows what she's doing. Okay. Um, so. 
So anyways, thank you, Nicole, for just like caring so deeply and being so nice. But we're going to talk about Katie now. Katie underscore Gib. Thank you. You have a gold star. You to bomb. This is from warmful.com. This is the cutest fucking thing I've ever heard. It's so cute. Okay. Um, this woman rescued a bumblebee queen. Now look what their relationship blossomed into. Oh, that's where you're supposed to go. What? What? What, do you what mean? is it? Tell what do you me. Mean? Oh, I'll tell you. Um, a woman rescued a bumblebee queen from her garden and now they're best friends. Fiona Presley of Iverson. No, Iver- Inver- Inverness? No, Iverness, Scotland. I got excited because I was like, oh my gosh, we've been in her town. Wait, um, Iverness? Iverness, not Inverness. Iverness, Scotland. Yeah. There's an Inverness and an Iverness. Is there? Because we were at Inverness, right? Unless we were just saying the city wrong the entire time. I think there's only one place. Oh my gosh. If so, I'm so proud that we've been in a, in a place where a celebrity lives. And Inverness. So there's not, is there not an N in it? Yeah, it's just Iverness. Iverness. Unless they had a typo. They had a typo. It's Inverness. <gasps> oh my gosh. She's from Inverness. We've been to her hometown, bro. Yeah. We've, we have been in the presence of a celebrity. Okay. Fiona Presley of Iverness, Scotland, found the queen, Inverness, Scotland, found the queen bee while gardening, gardening and noticed something was wrong. I found her when we were getting work done in the garden and it was lucky I didn't stand on her. Presley told the Scottish son. I put my hand down in front of her and she crawled into it right away. I looked at her and thought, something's not right here. She's got no wings. Fiona and the wingless bumblebee she named Bee. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Why would you name a bumblebee Bee? It's so cute. Um, became inseparable after Fiona made a makeshift garden and accepted Bee as her lodger. She made a garden for her. For her little bee friend and accepted you are bees loving her lodger. This. I love it. Listen, she made sort of clicks, buzzy sounds when she was in close contact with me and was happy to sit and groom, eat and drink and sleep on my hand. She is so cute. Fiona posts pictures of her and bees' adventures on her Facebook page to show that humans can form bonds with insects too. How cute! I feel like you never hear about, like, humans having bomb with insects. No, I was telling Will, I was like... never a thing. No, the only other time I hear about insects as pets is when people are like, oh, I had a tarantula when I was younger. And it's always, like, some dude that also owned snakes at one point. Yeah, my friend friend of mine had a snake. Did he also have a tarantula? No, he just had a snake. It was a cool snake, though. It was (laughs) was a white albino snake with red eyes. That's sick. Yeah. It was like a ball python. Um, Do you know what kind it was? I'm not sure. It was small, though. It was a little guy. Little guy. That's really cute. But he he loved that snake. I don't know what happened to the snake, but he loved it. Dope snake. Um, But that's adorable. I mean, listen, if I could be friends with a bumblebee, I would. And name her Bee. Yeah. And she's so fluffy. Like, look how fluffy she is. She's so fluffy. Like, look how freaking floof her little body is. So how do you think that works? How do you think she knows, like, who this person is? Well, if she's... By scent? Well, she's... Yes, probably by scent. Because it looks like... This is an anomaly. Like, queen bees... You can probably ask my dad this, because he... I don't know if you guys know this. Yes, you do, because if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know I've mentioned that my dad beekeeps. Well, all of his hives died or left, (laughs) so he has to get new bees. Um, But he could tell us that queen bees typically do not leave the nest or the hive at any point unless they're being murdered by their own bees... Because, um... It's a mutiny. Because of, like, a mutiny, yeah. Because, like, the queen bee is sick or something like that. Then they'll, like, destroy her and move on and try to find another queen bee. 
So that's pretty crazy that she just like is like living out her life. Like she just kind of retired from being a queen bee. She was like, "Yeah, I've had my time in the time in the sun. I've I've had my my couple young Johns, and I'm kind of done. I'm gonna go." How long do bees live for? I actually don't know. I think queen bees live significantly longer than how long do you think regular bees? Without looking it up now, um, I would say a couple like years. Yeah, like years. I don't know how many years. Do you mean to look it up? Yeah. Let's see. How long does a queen bee live? Let's find out. Five years, dude. Uh, five years. Five years. It's because they're eating that royal honey, bruh. Bees secrete like a special honey for the queen bee so that she gets more nutrients than everyone else. What if you kept a bee in like a really well monitored and maintained like beehive? Could they live for longer than that? And it's like five years, they're like expectancy i don't know i mean i guess most people don't have queen bees for pets so there's yeah. not really like a standard for how long maybe you could have a hive which you like really you're like very passionate about if you're like a beekeeper like yeah. you're wondering what like the best beekeepers can keep their bees alive for like how long they i don't keep know them for. well i think they're like a hive can almost go on perpetually because when a queen bee dies they they just breed another one yeah so like i think you can kind of have a queen bee in perpetuity unless something goes really, like, wrong with the hive and the hive collapses and they, like, dissipate. I don't know that much about beekeeping, so this could all be bullshit. But, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. All I'm saying is bees are very interesting animals, like, or insects, rather. Fascinating little things. I would love to have a little pet named Bee that was a big fluffy bee. It sounds like the plot to a Pixar movie. I would watch that. It's like the if the bee movie was not just an hour and a half long meme and it was like an actual movie about a really cute bee yeah and his relationship with a human yeah and like how he let's think what would it be oh he just really wants to be like a computer programmer but he's a bee yeah you know what i mean he loves like he wants to be a lawyer he wants to be a lawyer but he's a bee but he's a bee but he's a bee or he wants to make the best pizza in town but he's a bee and he needs to use his human. Oh, but it's a girl. It's to, a girl bee. It's a queen bee. He needs. She needs to use her human to do all the, you know, speaking. all the things. Yeah, and like ratatouille. Be, yeah, but there would be some kind of like, ooh, I'm the queen of this house, and like that's goes, where the conflict she goes in the and goes, and like tells her what to do in her ear. So she has to wear really. She just sits on the ear. She has to wear really, really big earrings, or she has to wear the bee like an earring, and it just holds onto her lobe. And speaks into her ear. And then, what do you think the title of a film like that would be called? Queen Bee. Queen Bee. It's Queen, of, Queen of the un- Courts. Be- believable. Unbelievable. Queen of the Courts. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to think of yeah, saying saying law related. Um, Queen of the Courts, or or to be or not to be. Jor Jor B. No, that doesn't. That doesn't absolutely does not work. Were you trying to say like Jory? Yeah, but Jor B. Yeah. <laughs> That sounds like you're saying it's like a Jamaican. b lift. <laughs> it sounds like you're like a Jamaican saying, it's your B. Jor B. Jor B. It's your B. Jor B. Um, I think what we've realized here is... We shouldn't make movie titles. We shouldn't do movie titles. And no. actually, it probably doesn't have the legs like we think it does. The legs? Because it's got six of them. Unbelievable. Hey. hey. Oh my God. We need to stop this now. We need to stop yeah. this. As always, thank you guys for listening. And 
paying attention to us on a weekly basis. Thank <laughs> you for listening to this nonsense. Yes, we um, love you for caring about us being nonsense people. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you to every new listener that's been listening and, and like, you know, um, making an effort to be a part of the community. It's been really awesome just like chat with you guys on Twitter and, and hear it from you more. Um, Will and I both feel like the podcast is the place where we like to talk to you guys. So it's it's been really fun. So yeah. thank you for being a part of it. As always, please continue to send in all the wonderful stuff you have been sending in. Indeed, that toaster's still up for grabs. That toaster, still up for grabs. Nicole's really, really kind of stretching ahead. But at the same time, doesn't mean that anyone else can't get in there. Nice. Get a shooting star. Nice. Uh, and on that note, we will see you all next week. <gasps> Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.